I would marry pot. I would too. <laughs> I'm having an affair with pot. That's the pot calling the kettle black. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. Broadcasting from an abandoned comedy club in the back of a pool in the original city of Grit, Tacoma, Washington. Here are your hosts. Smoke door, smoke door. Hey, we need to introduce ourselves first. No, smoke door. You're very excited about this. Hi, I'm Justin. Would you like to introduce yourself? That is smoke door, and I'm Rogan. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm Scott. Hey, this is the Grit City Podcast. Welcome to all the things that we talk about that is about the Grit City. Uh, a lot of times it's just a state of mind where I'm at right now. <laughs> this is going to be inter- an interesting um, podcast because right beforehand, Smoke Door, which you may know is Billy door. from Mary Mart, he brought in a, uh, a giant heart-shaped pot dude, brownie. Yeah, it was a gigantic brownie, <laughs> oh. uh, and uh, it did have weed in it. Yes, it did. I don't even know how much, so it's for fun. It had all the weed in it. All the weed was in that. All the weed. All of the weed. With us as well is Misha. Misha, how you doing? Pretty good, guys. <laughs> and we have another guest with us, and this is really cool because uh, basically I've taken uh, Billy to say, hey, uh, bring people in. Can and will do. <laughs> and a lot of the times it has to do with weed stuff, but this is... Um, Really going along the lines of, um, I guess, performance art and doing some stuff in the community. And please introduce yourself. Hello, I am uh, Ava DeJour. Ava DeJour's back to play. <laughs> <laughs> when I perform with the Gritty City Sirens, but when I work with Mish and Billy, I am Allegra. And so, yeah. so uh, you work <laughs> with Billy and Misha? Yes, I do. Oh, nice. Look I always bring the Mary Mark double. crew, you know? <laughs> we got the best people work double. there. So. Well, you guys have to meet the coolest people, right? Like, yeah. you're right downtown Tacoma, and you know everybody comes in there, right? Yeah. Like, the uh, Sonics guy, I mm-hmm. see him running around in there, <laughs> yep. right? He, like, yep, he works Chris. there. He's, uh, he, Chris might wants to yep. stop by sometimes, so... Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys are, of yeah, we course get, you guys I mean, know all sorts of people. Right? Like, yeah, uh, we get like, some athletes, we get some, some football players yeah, and stuff. Yeah, some ex-football yeah, players that come yeah. in too, so it's kind of cool. Well, and we had the uh, Gritty ZZ Sirens on we did. once before, oh. and they gave us our favorite song ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Oh. the ball song. It was fantastic. That's right, I forgot. Oh, no, it, don't, oh, don't worry about it. It will be on this episode. <laughs> oh, is it? Will, oh, we'll yes. It. And actually, at this Because I heard point, it on the last oh. one. Yeah, no, we said balls <laughs> and the lights got brighter. <laughs> Someone's listening. And actually, right now, I think I'll play the uh, ball song. Right now. Right now. Right now. Balls, 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 Put them in your balls, mouth balls, and you'll balls, love them, Mary. Mary, what are you doing with your balls? Make sure you trim that hair down there. Someone wants to get one in their mouth. No, no to balls. Balls. That was a great ball song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was like nobody here heard it, but that's fine. No, but you guys all just heard the ball song. And that was one of my most memorable (laughs) episodes because it seems like whenever we get a rowdy bunch of very confident women, 
they have got they they hold court. We don't have to talk. No, they we're just, just we give them song, a thing. Man. We're like, hey, yeah. tell us a thing, and then before you know it, we go an hour later. We've heard three different songs. <laughs> yeah, they they dope. held court. They shamed me for not being able to make it to their event, but I had something Perfect. going on. And it was of course just, you had a thing. I had a thing. It's always a thing. Yeah, it was probably a, a crazy ass ex-wife thing. I don't know. Oh, Could have no, been a thing, really? a bad thing. I think it was a bad thing. Oh. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, thank you got on your case about that. Well, and you, you know what? I got a divorce, and I'm a happier human being. <gasps> so now we can go to your shows. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Yeah, April seventh. Come to the show. April seventh. So, Wait, t- so I have tell no us. Excuses. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about first off the gritty city sirens, um, burlesque. What? what I, I know what burlesque is. I know a lot of people do know what burlesque is, but a lot of times uh, when you hear the word burlesque, sometimes it has a negative connotation. So I want you to dispel any rumors about what's going on at these shows and tell us what it is. Okay. So, uh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. On the spot. (laughs) Here we go. So basically what burlesque is, is a form of art of the tease. And what that means is you can take off nothing. You can take off whatever uh, is legal in the state. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can get naked like Portland. But in Washington, state laws are different. So mm-hmm. we have yeah. to keep on pasties and a G-string minimum. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we basically stretch out an artistic dance for five minutes. And we do nothing but make you want more by gestures and being playful and creative and it's it's a lot it's yeah. a, 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 a lot of it is about body positive absolutely and you want to and it's showing the the beauty of the human form in whichever form it is and you have is ladies of all shapes sizes uh colors creeds all of that stuff absolutely. because you want to show the total gamut of the human body yeah because not everybody's the same there's no two bodies that are the same at all which and is awesome. The cool thing about burlesque, when it first started, it was about politics. And we talked about that briefly in the last interview with the sirens, but I'll touch up on it. Yeah, again. absolutely. But, um, it became more about politics and political statements that the ladies wanted to um, make at the time. And so throughout history, it has obviously evolved and become about them making political statements, but also expressing a form of art and wanting to feel okay about being women mm-hmm. and being naked. Yeah. Because we, know, we all know in history, we've made women feel bad about being comfortable in their skin. So throughout history, we've evolved into it being political and also a form of feminism. And I don't want to use, I don't want to say feminism, but I want to say a form of it because mm-hmm. it varies per person and, and what they're expressing. And that's a really big thing to throw out there is that uh, there's people out there who will freak out about that word. Absolutely. And it's not, it's not, most of the time it's not about them. Mm-hmm. And that's the big problem with that is about it's the, the feminism is the, what the person is feeling and how they want to express themselves. And that's what the core is. And you can't tell somebody that it's yeah. not right. Or it's like, even, you know, in the, in the twenties and thirties, it's like, Oh, this is a terrible thing to have, you know, people dressed with anything that shows more than an ankle yeah and you see the 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 progression of fashion at that point and you get to see it up to this point um it's a lot of fun to be able to see that and appreciate the form and all that they do with that and Mm -hmm. and the personalization of how someone owns their own femininity yes the stories are amazing you know they vary like one of my favorite uh performances was um a woman who just took off her gloves 
dress on, shoes, everything, dressed to the nines, just took off her gloves. And I was exhausted from her performance. Like it wow. was it was so beautiful and enchanting and all she was making was just gestures like moving forward and back speaking with just her body and her hands and it was like oh i was like so i was like (laughs) turned on and exhausted by just gloves being removed so it was really cool to to really like uh get to really see the true essence of what the art of the tease can do and that's exactly what it did for me was really tease me absolutely uh how did you get started with the gritty city sirens I actually started, uh, I'm one of the original members. Um, I started with Rosie Cheeks, Polly Pucker Up, <laughs> and uh, fan, funny, funny Face Fanny, and uh, a couple other girls. And we basically, Rosie Cheeks was like, I have some powerful ladies that are cool, and we need to do something about it. And we were like, I don't know. Some girls were like, yeah, let's do this. Others were like, I'm not doing nothing. But eventually we all got together. We uh, came up with the name Gritty City Sirens, and we formed a troop seven years ago as of December 23rd. Wow, congratulations. It's been seven years. I can't even believe it. So, yeah. How has um, how has burlesque changed from seven years ago to now? Because it doesn't seem like that long of a time, Mm-mm. but there's a lot that can happen during that time. Absolutely. It has changed progressively. Um, when I started, there wasn't a lot of women of color and okay. um, that were even well known. And so that was kind of like my biggest emphasis for myself. I wanted to be seen because I wanted I wanted to make sure that, the, that mm-hmm. there was everything. And yeah. so uh, when I started, there was very few of us. And now now it's like, wow, like everybody, everything. There's uh, uh, There's been such a rush of all different types, even boylesque um, has become popular, which means that there's a lot of men that are getting into this art and does, they're performing as well. Does so. it seem like kind of that, that male infiltration sort of thing on that? Or is it, are you just kind of cool along those lines? Because it seems like if a guy's going to do boylesque, it's like, oh, we need to do this sort of <laughs> thing because we're guys and it almost seems like we're like a guy would be trying to take I signed away. Scott up for this. Did you really? Yeah. yeah dude, I'm fully in. I'm going boylesque. <laughs> like is is it do you, do you are you normally is it like generally like okay yeah it's fine everyone inclusiveness on that end nope i've never done it before but um <laughs> no that wasn't for me sorry sorry Come on. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm sorry about that i think um I think it has been, and you know, obviously it's by the individual as well. There's some people that find totally, it. Totally, yeah. Uh, there, there's some people that find it to be a little overwhelming. And then there are those that are very accepting because, you know, with men as well, we're talking about um, allowing yourself to be uh, sometimes feminine. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah. Sometimes uh, straight and very sexual. Uh, there's many different ways that even culturally you guys aren't able to behave publicly, but can as performing artists. That's a really good and, point. Yeah. yeah, and get to see get to see men feel beautiful, but not like the way a woman feels, but like you know, 
Yeah. Like, like I'm appreciated a, a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Chip and Dale in the hell out of it. You know, <laughs> in, in some ways. In like some my ways. My big yeah. ass with some slacks and some and a little bow tie. There you go. And little, See? You've already got your thing worked out. I have dude. my whole my whole shimmy worked dude. out. Definitely. So I car think... hearts. <laughs> there you go. I mean, we have there's some performers that do. So like nice. I mean, okay. So like I think I think now we're reaching a point in burlesque where it's 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 about the human experience more or less than uh, women expressing and now men expressing it's just kind of like a human experience nice all right awesome so it's it's kind of it's i think it's cool to see a little bit of everything and it's something society needs so bad absolutely Maybe. loosen us up a little like, bit nobody gives a fuck i don't like the word boylesque endless. at all well you know well, it's generally not what about called, it's not called boylesque i use that term because people who will hear it will know what I'm referencing. Okay, to. okay, okay. okay right. They call it magic. That is the worst but, name but, for something but, ever. Boylesque. Well, what is that? Some people do still call it boylesque, well, but those it's, people need it's to transitioning. They're transitioning the name and nice. the title. They want to refer it to more as male-esque. Like, there you go. Uh, not boys, because these aren't boys. These are grown men who right. are telling stories as well. So they're transitioning as well as this as it's progressing for them. Oh, I've so, got so many great yeah. ideas. I, I, and I love the fact that in, uh, like, Billy, you are bringing in uh, people that you you know um, who are working with Mary Mart, and you're working with Mary Mart, and it's funny <laughs> because you're also incorporating um, these things and you're sponsoring them. Well, yeah, I mean, we want to like these people are awesome, and yeah. uh, they bring a lot of personality to the store. I mean. Uh, to sponsor them is just like it's it's a gift. It's awesome, like to be able to be a part of all the cool things that they do because they're really talented people. They bring a lot to us, and we can reciprocate it a little bit. And so, were you working there? And did uh, um, did you go to Billy and be like, "Hey, I want this to you know, I want you to help participate in this"? How did that sort of uh, symbiotic relationship come to be? I think actually, uh, <laughs> you, in your interview, you mentioned that you did burlesque and. Yeah. Uh, me and the owner were talking about fun things to sponsor and things like that, and we, we, we do a softball team and a few things. And <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, why don't we get into some burlesque too?" Softball and uh, why isn't that just a home run? <laughs> 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 but it was just—it just seemed like a fun thing to be a part of, you know. Like it's—I don't know—not every day that, for me at least, like you meet someone who does burlesque and is so open about it, and it changed the way I thought about it, like, for sure, because I didn't, I mean, just didn't really know much about it, yeah. so yeah. it was pretty cool. It's, a, it's a, definitely a thing that when I was living in Seattle that it was uh, very prominent, mm-hmm. and then you don't necessarily expect that in Tacoma, yep. um, and so it's it's fun to see that sort of thing, and it's like it being seven, being around for seven years. Yeah. It was like when you guys were talking about See, having them on. That's your bias of having lived in Seattle. Because when You're I right, think of yeah. burlesque, the first place my head is gone, and this is before we had them on the thing, is because the first, the gritty city sirens. Really, that was for me because the only other time that's it had cool. ever been exposed <laughs> to was there was the the burlesque club. It was like the triple knock or the three door. Or no, the know. triple knock is uh, the no. There was a burlesque. Six club uh, in, in seattle, seattle. The, the pink door the, yeah oh, the pink door? It, it, i think no, so. the pink door is the italian restaurant uh, <laughs> uh, well they got no. the triple door no there but was that's just anyway it doesn't matter anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. the triple something knock, door anyway, what doesn't matter they had a burlesque show <laughs> that i went to a business party uh christine's hair salon had their company party there oh. and that's what the first time that i'd actually seen it happen uh. but i already kind of had known about the idea of it from tacoma Damn. 
And it's kind of so. That's I think awesome. maybe that's because it's more rooted here. Allegra. We have our own. <laughs> so like everybody knows, everybody should know. We've got our own burlesque troupe. It, now seven years strong, yeah. and you can't exactly get away from that shit on Facebook, especially around Christmas time. It's there because yep. yeah. you know that show's coming, and it's good. It's been really cool. It's so you're really wrong. Cool. I am wrong. I know that. And you still grow pineapples in your house. I do still grow pineapples. <laughs> I will. You got me. Son of a bitch. Uh, and in addition to um, the performances, and you are doing multiple shows across the, uh, across the year, um, the best way I'm going to assume that people can find it is just searching for Gritty City. Uh, um, <clears throat> sorry. Gritty City Sirens on Facebook, but you also have GrittyCitySirens.com. And also I know on the Instagram, because mm-hmm. I just followed you guys, uh, checking out all the pictures, is yeah. Gritty City Sirens. What, uh, they got pictures online? They got yeah, pictures right up do. on there. It's a really good reason to do that. How did you find <laughs> uh, Instagram, Gritty City Sirens. That's on Instagram. On Instagram. So just in case you're wondering, you can go there. It's on Instagram. Find us. Where? Instagram. Instagram. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, but also in addition to that, you guys are um, working with local community um, projects and like uh, uh, for good causes. Yeah, we're always working with uh, other companies mm-hmm. in, in, in locally. Absolutely. Um, I can't name any off the top of my head, but we're definitely always involved in the community. That's been our our. That's actually been our main focus from the beginning is making sure we've always been involved. In the community, we've done work with the military. We work a lot with, like, PTSD uh, people. So we have a lot of survivors cool. of many different things. We support a lot of cancer functions. Yeah, they were part of Feed 253. I remember that mm-hmm. being a thing. We've been a lot of, a part of a lot of cancer uh fundraisers we've had some survivors uh miss desi divine is a survivor of cancer wow cool that's yeah, right because so she was in and she, she was showed on. us her boobs absolutely and so that's actually kind of one of the reasons why i also <laughs> wanted to form a relationship with mary mart is because um not only is mary mart good with selling a lot of pot but, <laughs> <laughs> but there's been a lot of help um medically and yeah. personally mm-hmm. with uh with a lot of the products that they use and bring in that have helped uh, some of us on personal levels you know because we might be entertainers but we're also people and we've also yeah. gone through yep. traumatic situations and honestly i think mary uh mary jane every day yeah. i think i think we i think pot i think cannabis every day for the fact that it has helped me as well through personal well and that's that's too, the truth so. in all of the ways absolutely like i heard they were coming back on and right behind me i've got my like i said hey run me through the till mm-hmm. real quick and deliver me some of these bath salts we've been talking about <laughs> yeah. i got two containers yeah. one for me and one for my lady yeah. one, one is just not enough <laughs> like one is not enough one, is? one is not <laughs> enough i got in trouble for using the last of the first thing so wow. like all right i'm gonna buy you your own exactly. you write no, your name true. on the lid and i won't touch it <laughs> you, need, you just need to buy her two because you know we'll always still take yeah but then stuff, i won't have one so. <laughs> <laughs> you have two and she has one no i have one and she has one is equal trade <laughs> Everything equal. Everything equal. We we are a hundred percent equal opportunity household with the bath salts, which is not true because I totally used her. Yeah, portion you of used her. I know. So I bought her for her very own. There you go. Uh, what is um uh, what is your Ava your favorite part about burlesque? That I get to tell stories with my body that okay, I wouldn't okay. normally do in real life. Is there a, a least favorite? thing that you have about it that you're just like this thing <laughs> this part kind of is like man but it's uh, i'm willing to work through all of it just to to do what i do 
Actually, the getting naked part is the part that I that I am going. That's okay. That's that is something that I deal with. Like I have never been a real naked person. Mm-hmm. So for me, this is my challenge in life. This is my accept accept this as it is. Right on. Every inch, every every stretch mark, every you know. Like there are very few more more personal things in the world than seeing another person naked. Absolutely. So like that for me is always hard mm-hmm. to do, but I love to do it. That's my challenge. It's one of those things. It's like yeah. if you're pushing yourself, yeah. creativity. You know, yeah, that word. Thanks, Billy. <laughs> creative. I know, dude. I, like, I've been sitting here so now. Those brownies are just like I'm regretting I'm eating more than you guys. That's hilarious because I keep looking at him and he's like, just smiling. He's over there just smiling, and I'm like, I love it. Billy's this might, just grinning. This might be you a short question. I was like, oh, this might be a short podcast. Now you motherfuckers know how I felt from the last. I was like, I was wondering if like Brogan might be contact high. From the brownies or something, because nope. it's all beginning. I, that's how right I am now. right now. <laughs> hey, but to be fair, Billy, you eat a brick, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Brick. I was trying to show you guys it's not scary. Look how many I'm eating, and now I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Oh dear. I, bye, I took my bye. shoes off, so I kind of freaked out a little bit. Like, oh, where's my shoes? <laughs> Smoke the door. I thought it was awesome. You took your shoes off. I was like, man, he doesn't know what goes on in God here. Goddamn, we're <laughs> hey, we're the overwhelming like, the fuck out of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching all the red over there. It's good. I, I fixed that in post. So let's all just bring it down just a little tiny. Just, just, just take it down, smoke door. Well, and that was smoke it, door. one of my favorite smoke stories smoke about Sorry. smoking weed. Oh, God. Was literally the first time I ever smoked weed with Brogan over here. Me. I hadn't done it um, really at all at that point. I was, God, we were in our 20s. Fuck, I don't know the story 20s? you're about to tell. Uh, <laughs> oh. Right. So we went over to our friend's house, uh, Alex slash Cyrus. Oh, yeah, where yeah. he got all weird about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he got weird about it. Is that it. when I punched him in the face? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, but so we went over there. Yeah, that was, it was great. Um, and nothing to do with the weed. Um, but so we're sitting there and we're smoking out of this itty bitty one hitter that had like little, little like, like Red Cross sign on oh, the side. Oh, I bought that shit by the game center at the little head shop next to the game center. I wish I still had that thing. That thing was a great sneak a toke. It really it was, was. It was one of the little short, short fatties. Mm-hmm. So you just stuffed it and then you put the thing and it would, I mean, it was just maybe a little chillum, that, you know? just, just a little chunky. Oh, little chunky, just it was perfect. <laughs> um, but I remember that because we were just talking about the volume thing and it was like, I literally had no volume control. Like it was either I'm yelling like this or they'd be like, shut up. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. And then it would slowly get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, bigger, and yeah. The end. (laughs) And Cyrus was so scared about the weed smell in his house. Because, I mean, this was like probably like 2002, 2003. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he was always kind of a bully to us. And I punched him in his face. And I fucked up his braces. Yeah, and then we had Grown-ass man with braces. Good for you, dude. Like, I was probably, what? Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, no. I was like 22, 23 years old. And he always kind of pushed me around. And I'm like way bigger than he is. He's like, he might be tall, and it was one day, like, he just pushed me wrong. Well, that explains out. why you thought you could drink a car bomb faster than me. Hey, listen, <laughs> I didn't uh, realize you, it's, you, I didn't have the backstory that you came from the KP. Dude, I've watched that video. Like, water out there, you got to drink faster. Oh, yeah. The kids, it tastes gross. Like, I should have known. I've watched that thing, like, 50 times. I know, and me you too. you whomped his ass, dude. Did. It was I didn't realize stomping. that I was, I didn't realize I was going, uh, that I'd. 
You think he was a professional? Up. I didn't realize <laughs> that. No, that's professional? that's some shit that you grow up with, being yeah. able to drink that fast. No, yeah, it was, it <laughs> was impressive. Like, he well, was good. And so I was really worried that was going to happen again today. And so <laughs> Nope. Good. Nope. I know we're I just going to eat a bunch of brownies and... Nope. See, I don't have a driver this time, so I have to oh, drive my own ass, it, so yeah. I can't brownie, but the next challenge mm. is a German royalty on the hunt. Oh, Jesus. Don't know what that is, but let's do it. All right. Well, we need to refill our drinks right now. We're going to take ourselves a little bit yes. of a break, and we'll be back in just right. a second. You think you know game stores? Oh. You don't know game stores. You thought. This is a game store that has been 23 years in the making. Let me tell you a little bit about Wizards Keep Games and Renting. They are located at 17148 116th Avenue Southeast in Renton. They have got all of your board game needs, all of your magic card needs, all of your Pokemon needs, all of your Warhammer game needs. They have events. Oh, we got events. Ooh, you we think? have snacks, too. Oh, we have snacks. Maybe one day we'll have beer, but maybe not tomorrow. We won't have it tomorrow, <laughs> but just keep checking back. All right. Wizards Keep Games is your one-stop shop for anything game-related. Come by and check us out. We'd love to see it. Tell, tell us you heard about us on the Grizzly Podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep saying us. That's how close I am to this business. I feel like it's our business. Like It's like Mary Mart. I feel like I'm like a little baby Mary Mart. But no, no, I just sell games. I don't sell weed. I sell games. Where can people find you online? Uh, WizardKeepGames.com. They can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you need. Thank you very much for listening. Visit Wizards Keep Games because, well, Wizards Keep Games. We are back to the Grit City Podcast with us. Mary Mart alums, people who do things at Mary Mart. Like me. Like you. You guys realize you're family now, right? Like, you're now, this is like your third. We're like second cousins now. Yeah, we're like, we're not (laughs) quite kissing cousins. No, I think we're still kissing cousins. We're all all Eskimo brothers, one way or the other, right? What? Don't make it weird. You guys want to touch beards? (laughs) We already did that. (laughs) We did that earlier. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 For Twitter. Yeah, two thirds of us have beards. (laughs) Hey, hey. Fucking never mind. <laughs> There's so many fucking awful jokes in my yeah. head right now. I'm like, moving on. Mm. So first off, I want to find out what's going on at Mary Mart. What is going on? At yeah, Mary Mart? Uh, we're kind of uh, gearing up for 420 right now. So, oh, oh uh, shit. Yeah, that's that's like a really big holiday for yeah, uh, the old week. Do you guys just get a shitload of money on 420? <laughs> like, did people just come like like St. Patrick's Day? Everybody well, yeah, goes it, out and it's, gets. It's like I actually still. It's like. Oh, it's ridiculous. So the last time, so we were only operating on like a mm, third of the store, and we had a line that wrapped around our building when we opened at eight. Holy shit! Um, we had some crazy deals going on. Like we had. Uh, okay. I, am I allowed to talk prices here? Yeah, talk you prices. can so, say okay, whatever good. the fuck you cool. want. Cool. So we had grams, uh, half gram joints that were leaving for a buck fifty, full gram joints for three, which at the time was kind of like unheard of. Ounces that were leaving yeah. for like eighty bucks. Jesus. Well, eighty bucks is about what you can find a, a bargain. Yeah. Price. So, yeah. But like at the lucky. time, like you know, last yeah. year it was still like that was pretty crazy. If you're lucky. Yeah. I mean, yeah. eighty bucks is a really good and then, deal. Uh, this year we're gonna have some fun stuff. Um, I don't know if we'll have it all. I know it's gonna be coming in. You can get it off the shelves uh, in like about a week or two weeks. We'll have some $3 grams. Um, so they'll That's retail $3 for a gram, $9 for an eighth. Damn. Nine. So people will just come in and say, where, where are the $3 grams at? Dude, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen when Philip, Mo- Philip Morris can grow weed? Oh, we're, Jesus we're all screwed then. That's so <laughs> cheap. Well, well, they, stop it. They bought land in California. Oh, I yeah. Think, they're, when, they're getting into it for sure. Oh, Sorry. oh. Don't let me forget to talk about the seed people. Seed, seed people. people. I'll write that down. All right. Seed people. Okay, so anyways, moving on. So thanks for... <laughs> You're guys. welcome, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a disjointed mess because of that fucking brownie. Seed <clears throat> people. Yeah. Well, I thought the brownie was the best part. It's <laughs> the brownie was amazing. 
I don't even know where I'm so at right good. now. So, um, so I want to I want to go back to talking about the Gritty City Sirens, and I want to know, Ava, um, when did you realize this was something you wanted to do? Because um, it seems like it would be outside of being. I, it wouldn't be something that normally that you'd be like, "This is I want to do this." Like, where, how did you uh, get started? Um. You're fucking high. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for this. Yes. yes. <laughs> Finally, I get my revenge. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Just go with wow. me on this one. Try to keep it together. Right in that way, baby. This episode will be called Brownies. It was probably <laughs> Brownies. Um, it was probably a. It was probably the first uh, show we had. I was about halfway through, and I kind of freaked freaked out a little bit. Because I had never done anything like that. I'm like half naked on stage, just jiggling my boobs around, and people are applauding. applauding. That's cool. And that was fucking weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's a weird thing to experience that um, they're cheering for you because they're excited that you get naked, and they're cheering for you also yeah. because of the way you're saying, like, I'm confident, I'm comfortable. Let's let's get real. So it was like uh it was in the middle of my first show and I was just like, Oh my god, I think I can do this. This is awesome. I can't believe this is happening. And in the midst of that uh thought process I, I missed going out <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> to perform again. So they had to like slow the show down because I'm starstruck and I gotta get dressed. I'm like hanging on to like my boobs. I got no pasties on, no skirt on, no bra. I'm just like, that was amazing. And <laughs> so it was kind of one of those experiences where it came back. A learning experience. Yeah. Remember, you still gotta finish the show. Exactly. It totally did. I totally was like freaked out but it was really cool and that's kind of when I realized okay I think I can do this and all of us sirens were like I think we can keep doing this and at that point we were performing like once a month mm-hmm. for two years straight just about wow that's gotta be it I mean because chops yeah at that point you're doing a, a whole new show every time correct pretty much so you gotta like in yeah. a month's time do the choreography even at the beginning yeah. figure out what the hell you wanted to do well we weren't doing group choreography back then we were just doing solo acts okay so we had progressed like we started solo acts then we moved to doing solos and group acts because we started having more performers okay so that then makes we sense, could then. make then we could do bigger uh, group acts and then eventually it was like now we're we're a pack of 10 <laughs> nice. like say. a pack of 10 ladies and and uh, one gentleman smoking hot ladies and one oh, gentleman yeah. ladies and one gentleman and uh so like now when we do group acts it's like seven eight three four and go <laughs> and here we go we're doing turn this world so it's really cool that we've progressed from no group acts to now we're like jazz fingers in it all over the place <laughs> what are the yeah is what are the some of the the difficulties in doing a group act because i mean at that point if you had only had experience doing the solo act it had to have been some uh some uh growing pain so to speak on that it uh, well i mean put 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 all those strong personalities together and they're yeah. like you're all doing this move no we're not Half of us want to do that. Half of us don't, you know. So you just have one person. Definitely <laughs> say to. you're like a director. This is the one person <laughs> yeah. for this and making sure we you definitely make it had happen. to have like a dance group leader. And then uh, but it's been cool. Like even now, it's I'm surprised like we all just and we do it and we can get the routine down. And now we're, you see, you know, if you come to our shows, then you can see how our group numbers go and we just have a really good time so it seems like a lot of fun but it's also a a a shit ton of work too uh a lot yeah every sunday like after this i will be going to meet the ladies and we'll be practicing for our april 7th show oh okay wow yeah damn and we'll practice for like easily three hours that's a hell of a 
workout. Jeez, God damn. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, God damn. Yeah, this brownie. See people. So see good. people. Uh, so oh, yeah. Okay. Good. So, yeah, I know. It's wow. like I'm keeping all of these. Jokes. Not even <laughs> any. Yeah, how bad I am on this. I um, I want to know oh, if. I have to imagine that maybe people are afraid to, and maybe they actually have come up to you and said, I want to participate in something like this, or I want to be a part of what you guys do. Like, what's the first thing that you do uh, or that you tell people that they should do if they want to, uh, you know, do burlesque dancing? You said do like seven <laughs> times. Do, 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 do. Well, first thing first, I tell them to go to Mary Mart and grab a joint. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure they're making the right decision. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's joking. Um, if people want yes. to uh, perform, mm-hmm. um, I direct people to uh, taking classes. There's a school in Seattle called the uh, Academy of Burlesque. Oh, okay. Taught wow. by uh, several different instructors. Uh, Miss Indigo Blue is the main teacher and uh, the main runner of the school. And so I direct people to take different classes and create a name, create a character. Um, this is the person and the... They're going to embody when they become a performer. If like they so I could be Brogue to. Bunyan. Yeah. Oh, good one. Nice. Yeah, I like you look that. At, yeah, you Construction going to gym. I just got to. <laughs> you just like, want to bring that lumber sexual head. back, don't Dude, you? Dude, I just want to magic mic the fuck out of this. Oh, That's all I, want. I mean, it can happen. It should happen. People would be really into it. I, you know, I hope so. I, I, I'm bringing, I'm bringing beef. I love really, that you're rubbing really yourself the whole time you're talking. Stomach is stuck. Yes, get real with it. I guess you do have to be comfortable with yourself. I'll do the worm. Yeah, it's definitely one that like you. They call me Disco facets. Dan. Disco Dan. Cats and boots and cats and boots. Boots, cats, and boots, and cats. All right, what else? I wanted to talk a little bit about. <laughs> I know. Shit. I know. I just I, I make eye your contact with Bailey. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. And your eyes got really big when I looked right at you, man. You're like dun, panic. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. I knew he was gonna start talking to me. Right. He got that scared look. Like he's like, oh shit, is he talking to me right now? <laughs> Am I talking out loud? So we did mention, and we got a little bit of sidetracked. Yeah. Uh, 420 is mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, and like we said, weed, <laughs> holy weed, shit! Yeah, weed <laughs> holiday for what? everyone. But you, you yeah. guys are partnering with Lion Pride. Yeah, yes. so we're gonna have uh, their bus out there, so uh, you can go in, buy some weed, and then step outside and smoke it, and in the bus, and in the bus, in the yeah, yeah in the weed bus. bus. And then we're hoping I don't know how you know hoping it's gonna fall you know come together, but we'll have uh, hopefully some like professional wrestling going on. What? What? Uh, yeah, so they'll bring their ring down, and we'll Ethan have some H- WWE H- style H- wrestling yeah. going on from. Uh, I can't say it now because I don't yeah, know if yeah, they're yeah. going to be yeah, going, yeah. But, but hopefully that'll happen so you can get really baked and watch some wrestling outside. There's a hell really so awesome. Yeah, so it'll be a good time. My God. <laughs> Cheap weed for everybody. Seed 420. people. Seed oh, people. That's going to be awesome. Keep saying seed people. And it's, I need to tell you guys out. about it what I learned. It is kind of creepy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, seed so people. I learned I things. What did you learn? So I went to Puerto Vallarta two weeks ago. And it you was learned roofing? things? And I learned things because in my hotel was the the uh, seed crop salesman convention oh. for corn and soybean. <laughs> wow. Right? Cool. And 
You know, these dudes, everyone, now this is totally inside. You have no idea the amount of farm boy I saw. You know know how much white was in that pool? Everybody's sitting like five feet apart from each other. Everybody was five feet apart. Didn't want to get too close. Didn't want to get too close. And everyone was peeing in the pool. (laughs) Want to keep in their own warm. But all of the giant seed companies are sitting there just waiting. Every one of them. No, it doesn't matter how big a honky we're dealing with. Yep. I mean, it was honkies. They were straight up, like a lot of them, like they probably were still carrying some hate around in their heart. I mean, these are seed people. I know you guys are all Too super high, high right now. As soon as he said, uh, he's like soy and koi or whatever. Soy, soy and say it again. That's what yeah. they sell. They sell. You the guys seeds. all went whoa, and you guys were like all in. You guys are really seeds. No, <laughs> <laughs> tell me more about these soy and well, corn people. No, but, I mean, what? and I was talking to him about it, like. I met the general the, the general manager of this giant company. And we of were talking corn about, seed. You know, they sell one big ass twenty five pound bag of corn seed. One big seed. One big seed bag is three hundred and twenty five dollars. That yields two point two acres of corn. They sell for roughly 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 a hundred and fifty dollars. Per bushel, so and they yield probably sixty bushels at a hundred. Like, can you imagine what that would translate into? We gotta work money? on your vacation stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing it wrong, man. This is not what you should come back for vacation. All with. of the seed people are just dying for weed to become legal, so they can sell the many different strains. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna go crazy here soon. Like, thousands of dollars a bag. Oh yeah, because they're in, I mean, that's what they're selling it to the farmers for. Is at three twenty-five per twenty-five pound bag of seed, which yields two point two acres of seed for very little. So maybe that's like ten grand. Can you imagine the amount of money that two fucking it. acres of seed would be worth? I can't. Yeah, yeah, can't. <laughs> See, you're, oh, you're, you're really serious about this. Like, are you sure you didn't eat any of that brownie? I did not eat any you of the brownie. You are so intense no, about this. No, I was this. excited to tell somebody yeah. about the seed people. I yeah. was really excited to learn about it. I think, like, I, Well, but I'm, think about it. You've got all these straight up not interest. You know what? Money's a great equalizer. Yeah. Like, all of these people. They all voted however they voted. They believe what they believe. But every last one of them is sitting at the gate going, let me sell that fucking magical green seed. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. And, totally, man. Every one of and them. That was the reason why marijuana was um, became illegal. No, was because be- of hemp seeds. Because the hemp yeah. seeds and all those things, the problem were, Fuckers. is like they were they were making things out no. of it. Yeah, and they the didn't money- want to change their, the printing presses yeah. from paper. hemp oh, to man. paper. Exactly. And that or was the reason why. Hemp. So if you get them on the money train, you know, I'm yeah. following what you're saying here. I'm picking up what you're putting down. And, bro. It took and me a this minute. is coming from the people that sell the corn seed, like Montesano, like all the big, like the people that make all of our corn. These are the people that sell those seeds. And every last one of them is going, they need to stop the war on drugs. We need. Like, stop like, it. They live in shitty places like Wisconsin. I didn't realize the, the weed's not going to get to Wisconsin. First off, I lived in Wisconsin for six weeks. It's shitty. <laughs> it is so shitty. But that shit's coming. And they're all, even the most deepest, reddest, angriest white dudes. Coming, dude. Well, it's because they know that they're just going to put out, like, they're, those guys, they, they think it's marijuana, but they're going to do hemp. Because that's where the money is, industrialized hemp. The second that you can put all of the marijuana in a hemp plastic package that you can throw outside and it'll bleh, go back to the earth, no problem. That's what they want because that's the money. Like, well, they that's want all of it. Where it all is is 
industrialized town. They want to drive. They have salesmen. I met these guys, and they tell me their jobs are they drive around to people's houses. You can just see you walking around the convention and just taking cars. All they're talking about is, hey, you want to grow corn this year? This is what we have. <laughs> and we're going to sell you corn and soybeans. Did you, you buy any imagine? seeds? Like, yeah, did they sell you any? Did you, like, you got a bushel? Were they magic corn seeds? I came home with five bushels of seeds. I am so fucking... Okay, fine. No, no. But <laughs> it's just you're they really offer me. They it. offered me a job. <laughs> really? You want to come sell seeds, boy? Look. <laughs> The, the regional manager asked me if I wanted to, wanted to sell seeds. That boy looks like he can push some seed. <laughs> oh, no, you were so uh, into it, man. Wow. <laughs> That's how come I got so many kids. Oh, wow. That was all for oh, that cool. joke, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the longest setup ever. That's the longest setup ever for that joke. And I hope the payoff was worth it. It was. And fuck you guys all reverting back to being five. I know, right? Oh, I love it. Here at the Grid City Podcast, Justin now has to just sit there and now it's. I'm afraid I'm never going to get invited back again after these brownies. Like, no. There is some, yeah, there's some train wreck. God damn. We brought a beautiful woman in here to tell us all about the Gritty City Sirens. You know what happened? We did. people. Hey, hey, we did definitely talk about white seed people. Did we talk about burlesque? I just imagine all of that. You <laughs> imagine all of it. It's just like, I'm going to look back at this. As no, gonna you're going to be Babe the Blue Ox, and our and we're going to do a, a duo. It's going to be man and cow. And you get to be the cow. You get to be yes. Babe the Blue Ox. It's I'm an very ox, not excited. A cow. Well, whatever. He's going to plow my fields. I just oh, know. Wow. Oh, shorter wow. setup to the joke, but that's seed better. salesman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny Appleseed, <laughs> Paul Bunyan. I'm going to be spread this. Paul oh Bunyan, Johnny Appleseed. Oh, my God. Like, we just created one, man, right there. It's just like all the Americana. You can get Davy Crockett wearing nothing but oh his no. coonskin hat. And then we get, and then, God, and then we get Johnny Appleseed spread his seeds around. Yeah. I want you to be Johnny Appleseed. Oh. <laughs> Justin Appleseed. Oh, my God. Oh, I love that he pointed at you when he said well, that. that. I want so you. I know. That was I so serious. You. I know. Oh. I see you as a Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, look All at right. those dimples. Come no. on, guys. We got shit to do. <laughs> All right. We got so, bills to pay and shit. Yes, uh. we do. Absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs> you guys, really, thank you for being on the podcast. Oh, the wheels have fallen off the bus. <laughs> the wheels have fallen off. We'll, we'll bring you back. We have to hit, uh, we have to refill our drinks. And then we'll have a word from our awesome sponsor. and then The we'll Lindsay get, Jackman Group. Yep. And we'll get into the how, she's gonna, town topics. She's going to teach us how to use weed money to buy houses. Hey, so if you've ever had any inkling, a desire, a dream to own a home, maybe you would like to sell your home, maybe you just want to know what it's going to take to be able to buy a home, you need to talk to our friend, Lindsay Jackman. You can roll on by her Facebook page. She's at Lindsay Jackman Group. Or you can go by her website, put mm-hmm. that Lindsay Jackman group into Google, or you can give her a call at 253-226-1067. Lindsay is happy to take the time to tell you whether you've got a million-dollar house, a five-dollar house. It doesn't matter. Whatever house you have, she can help you buy it. She can help you sell it. She can just answer the questions. She is there to service the customer more than she is there to just make the sale. Lindsay is a fantastic real estate agent, and damn it, you should use her. Once one more time, Lindsay Jackman, 253-266-1067. Thank you for listening, and I'm sorry this commercial was elongated. Goodbye. We're back. So thank you very much for that commercial. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are here with Mary Mart. Uh, hello. We've got Billy. we got Misha. Hello. 
<laughs> we kind of have Billy. We kind have of Ava. I wanted to know, yes. Brogan, mm-hmm. how it must feel for you to be with all of us that are so fucking baked and you are not. You're the control. So, you are not the that control. you're sober, but... I, I'm aware now what it must feel like to try to herd cats. Yeah! <laughs> oh. Speaking of, Scott's not here. Scott, yeah, he just left. Scott what? just left. Scott yeah. just walked off. Scott Straight never cat. just leaves. Oh, no. Scott's, Scott's just on, on a right journey now. quest. I'm Straight sorry, you guys. I ruined away. the podcast. No, I'm the worst. Um, <laughs> fucking Billy. Yeah. Um, heart brownies for us anymore. Right. We'll, I heart brownies. We'll definitely uh, have to get some feedback on this episode. Let us know about it. Oh, yeah. Because most of us aren't going to be necessarily remembering all of it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really excited uh, to... Oh, fuck that, man. <laughs> what? Brogan, you gotta, first off, Brogan is over there rubbing his nipples. No, I am not. As yes, distracting. I am. Um, I got this, dog. Please do. All right. So, we've been talking to the Gritty City Sirens and Mary Mart. Yes. My main host, Jammy, has fallen off the brownie wagon. Yeah, that's true. So, what, pray tell, is coming up in the world of the Gritty City Sirens? We have some future dates. Um, our Say next what? show is going to uh, be April 7th. However, June 22nd and 23rd, we will be bringing back Boob Tube again. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. And there's some uh, new acts in, that are going to be brought to the table this time. And we're really excited for that. And then October 27th, we'll be doing Tim Burton's Ball. And that's uh, one show we're really excited for because uh, Mary Mart's gonna Mary Mart is one of our biggest sponsors. Nice. But they're really excited for this because this so is gonna be fucking uh, stoked. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a show uh, that's not a traditional siren show. Um, it's gonna be a little bit interactive. It Ooh. won't be a sit-down show. It's going to be kind of like a social event with performances. Oh, wow. So, yeah, in the theme of Tim Burton's uh, movies and... Which are or, perfect Halloween fare. Yeah, right? or, or acts that are similar or eerie like Tim Burton movies. So it's going to be really exciting. Do you have uh, a favorite Tim Burton movie? Aaron Scissor oh. Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> is that a movie? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it should be. What the hell? Aaron Scissors. Funny enough, Edward Scissorhands is one of my favorite. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was where you were going with that. Oh, he was just laying wait right there. <laughs> I was as soon as you said Tim Burton, I'm like, there's got to be a dirty way to make this more fun. <laughs> so, Edward Scissorhands? I do like that one, yes. Nice. Billy? Billy, what are you doing? How are you doing, Smoke Door? What's your favorite What's That's your favorite it. Tim Burton movie? Oh, man. Who? I don't know if it's a good time to ask me that. There's a Batman. Batman? Oh, you know what? Oh. The, yeah. yeah. That was... Uh, yeah. First those, Batman. Like what? Both actually for no. one and two. Mm-hmm. One and two. Sorry, no, no, no. There yep. we go. I know. Michael Fins. Keaton is That's Tim Burton. Right. Yep. Beetlejuice. 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 There we go. Yeah. It's easily. There we go. He yep. put nipples the on the bat one. suit. That's the only thing I remember. He did that. not. No, he did not. That's what they what say. What the fuck is right? wrong no, with you? No, that was... Uh, that's a completely different director. Joel Schumacher? No. Yeah, so that was... Yeah. Uh, wrong. No, uh, Tim George Burton Clooney? only did the first two. Was Kilmer. it George Clooney? I think it was Val Kilmer. Uh, he yeah. only did the Michael Keaton one. They got nipples. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Yeah, Michael Keaton was the only one that Tim Burton did. I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah, you should look it up. I'm not wrong. I don't have my phone. Listen, Smoke Door says it's that way. 
It is that way. That's true. Smoke so, door. That's like your new burlesque name. Me I'm getting all nervous now. No. That's your new burlesque name, Smoke Door. Misha, where did you grow up? Nobody talks <laughs> to Misha enough. Oh, snap. I'm going to put Misha on the spot. Okay. Oh, thank the, you. The lightning thank round. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm just going to... The rest <laughs> of this episode... finally found what makes me stop talking. We can't... We can't let Justin do this anymore, so we're just going to do a couple of little rounds to get to know you. Okay. Yeah. Where you grow up at, girl? I grew up in Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii. In Hawaii? How did you end up here? Well, I went to UPS, the University of Puget huh? Sound. That's where my boy goes. Oh, whoop very whoop. good. Loggers. Fuck yeah, hack, hack. Chop, yeah. chop, baby. Chop, chop. Um, but yeah, Babe I grew up in Hawaii. <laughs> 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 All right. So you, you, you came over here to go to college. Yes. From Hawaii. From Hawaii. And what did you study? I studied business and studio art. And now? That works really well with what you're doing now. It does, right? It's almost like you yeah. made a plan yeah. and you executed it. You know, it is like that. It kind of is. I mean, when I came up here, I just, I, I was like, I defaulted to business because I was like, well, that's useful. So mm-hmm. I, it is I really useful. didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. Um, but now I, I can kind of see what I want to do. It's just like mainly spreading uh, education yeah. in whichever form that I see is fitting. Mm-hmm. Dissemination of information is super important. And the people that are in charge of that are in control of so much of the world. Definitely. And I've noticed I've noticed that you've been doing stuff to spread that information on uh, on the Facebook page because you do a lot of Facebook Live videos. I've uh, seen those a couple of the times where you're giving out information, you're talking about the product and you got it the thing, but you're also throwing stuff out there. So that's super cool. Thanks, Justin. All right. Appreciate now, it, Allegra, where are you from? Seattle. Like you were born in the city of yeah, Seattle? Yeah, I was born. Born and raised in Washington State, in Washingtonian. Congratulations. True. True. <laughs> Not a whole lot of us around here. Yeah, don't look yeah. at me. Yeah, I know. He's from Louisiana. Don't He's from Louisiana. Nevada. Oh, I won't man. boo where you're from, but... <laughs> hey, Louisiana's awesome. They just got a couple of really shitty parts, which is most of it other than well, New Orleans. so do we. So. <laughs> it's like Texas has got Austin and the rest of it just sucks. Same thing with Louisiana. It's fine. Uh, so now, how long have you lived in Tacoma? Uh, 14, 14 years. What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to run an art gallery. Do you run an art gallery? No, I do not. We should probably work on that. You should be a great art gallery director. <laughs> I would buy art from you. Well, what? I'm doing different forms of art. Burlesque mm-hmm. is uh, one that I'm doing. I feel like that is a super great form of art. Complies with my degree. I was doing. Oh, you have an flowers. art degree. Yeah. What is your favorite kind of art? Uh, three-dimensional art. Anything three-dimensional sculptures and stuff. Yeah. I am an abstract yeah. guy. Yeah. Or surreal, actually. Surreal. You are are very abstract. And surreal. All right. So, (laughs) damn it. And you're a seed guy. I don't even know what to do with you fucking people. I'm like, it's like all of us are ready. Yeah, like, we, we've we made it about 50 minutes, so I think that's pretty awesome. All right. Uh, we could came... just like eat a bunch of pizza right here. That'd be... <laughs> yeah. That'd be pizza. Pizza. It might not be pizza. 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 All right, let's do some finishing touches on social media. Where can people find uh, information about Mary Mart? Uh, so Facebook and IG, it's Mary Mart Tacoma. Um, you can also visit our website, MaryMart.com. Um, specifically for events, MaryMart.com slash events. Mm-hmm. And if you want to really find us, we're at 3002 6th Avenue. Yeah. Just come in instead of looking us up. <laughs> <laughs> and the Gritty City Sirens, uh, where can they find out more information about the shows and uh, how to contact you guys? Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, 
and <laughs> we'll have upcoming shows on our Facebook and our website, which is uh, greatercitysirens.com. And yeah, you can find us as a group or individually. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as Ava DeJour or Legs DeJour253. So awesome. come and find me and say hi to me at the Mary Mart. I love, I love hugs and I love people. Awesome. Ooh. Awesome. Thank you guys yeah. so much. on hugs and people too. <laughs> if, if you, hug Scott. No. Hug Scott all the time. Hugs. Yeah. Just don't touch beards one more time. All you stinky hippies, keep your hands off me. If you guys want more information about what we do gritcitypodcast.com also please send us an email info at gritcitypodcast.com leave all that fun feedback that uh, really helps us I mean yeah, we're egotistical yeah we'll read it maybe. yeah we'll read it egomaniac yep. alright All right, guys thanks so much and uh, yeah we gotta go eat pizza <laughs> woo you've been listening to the Grit City Podcast check them out at gritcitypodcast.com dot com